Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds different. This week we're talking about Iggy Poppy. Was that, uh, was that MC Lars? Was it? All right. I'm Jared. We're starting on that right now. <laughs> That's what he's going to throw out there. I'm not even going to say your name. You're just going to get right to that. <laughs> I'm Dax. Caleb. This is Tyler. And this week we're talking, as I said previously, about Mr. Iggy Pop, yes. the lead singer of the Stooges, mm-hmm. and Poppy, the YouTube sensation that's rocking the nation. <laughs> and to clarify, because I feel it probably is worth clarifying, with Iggy Pop, we will really not be spending almost any time on the Stooges. We're going to focus on predominantly his solo career, him as a person, rather than focusing on his career within the Stooges. So if you yeah. came here listening, looking to listen to some raw power, you're in the wrong place. Not yeah, going to happen. I'm going to focus on him. James Newell Osterberg Jr. Of course. Yeah. All sounds like a guy named Iggy Pop to me, <laughs> for sure. He's from Michigan. He is from Michigan. It's true. <laughs> he was, Thank you for that. He was... Uh, <laughs> He was in a group called the Iguanas, mm-hmm. and that's where the Iggy came from. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's funny. Where did the pop come from? Uh, I don't know. His you general distaste for pop music. But he made pop music. Yeah, he did. It is odd, like looking at his trajectory as a solo artist, that it did go in such a pop realm. Yeah, it came back. Like blah, blah, blah. You can hear so much pop yep. on that album. You mean the Kesha song? <laughs> Not that song, That's but it. actually, did 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 Iggy Pop do anything with Kesha? Yes. Oh, did he? What was that song called? You have it in front of you. I, I don't know, know things. You know better. Dirty than that. Love oh, by on. Kesha and Iggy Pop. Here we go. He has been in some weird collaborations over his long, sordid career. Tell us about it. Well, I mean, there are others. So the one that I appreciate the most is the collaboration he did with Teddy Bears. I heard that song around when it first came out. That song is Punk Rocker off of the album Soft Machine. So I heard that song in like 2006. So I've heard that song for a really long time. Uh, He's also done a song with Danger Mouse. He collaborated with White Zombie on a song. He did a song with Wanatrix Point Never, which is a plunderphonics artist, form of electronic music, if you're unfamiliar. Um, that one's pretty odd, too. But he's just, like, for the length of time that he's been active as a musician, and still really is. Are you proud of yourself? For what? For saying plunderphonics. Yeah, I've been wanting to say plunderphonics for a while. I've been wanting to talk about plunderphonics. When I saw it, I was like, I get to mention plunderphonics. (laughs) You've been on that for weeks. I have. (laughs) And I got it. That sounds like a weird way to learn to read, if you Mm -hmm. ask me. It does. Uh, Sounds like a barbarian way. I'd like to see their stats. (laughs) (laughs) Are these kids actually retaining the ability to read words? I, I feel like they're plundering on it. Hmm. Dax. I have yeah. another one in terms of his collaboration. Another one. But I feel like it would make more sense, before I did that, for 
for you to do one of your boop 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 boops. Boop 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 boop. Okay. Oh, let me pull it up. Yeah, which one are you choosing? This. Which one are you going to choose? I think he should know which one he's going to choose. I think I know which one it is. I'm only going to do one. Uh, let's start with Lust for Life by Iggy Pop. Now, golly gee, didn't that bass line, that little drum beat, didn't that sound a little something like uh, You Can't Hurry Love? By the Supremes. Yeah, because that's where it got ripped from. It is. I need love, love. But wait, there's more. I know. <laughs> Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. Now, of course, that would have been great if that was the end of the layers. Oh, that's not the end. It appears as though Iggy Pop is not too um, heartbroken over the fact that Jet felt like they No, did to. you see when they asked him about it? Did you all read that? Oh, did they They asked Iggy Pop about yeah, it? Yeah, someone asked him, like, well, don't don't you think that, What do you, how do you feel about Jet stealing your, your did song? He, did he say, why well, stole he, from the Supreme? Yeah, he goes, okay. he's like, I don't care, dude. I took that from Motown, so... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, he de- he definitely didn't care considering that Jet and Iggy Pop collaborated on this song, Wild One. I'm a real wild one. What? I'm a real wild child. Nice. Pretty pretty odd stuff that, that Jet and Iggy Pop would do a song together. Yeah, that's pretty interesting that he uh that they did that. You know, uh Bowie co wrote Lust for Life with Iggy. Did he? He did. And they wrote it on a ukulele. They Ooh, a, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I like the, the the introduction of the the ukulele into their relationship. That's very fun. It's quite interesting. You know, a, a part of it that wasn't good to be introduced was the drugs they did. But didn't they? Didn't they live together to try and get off those drugs? They did indeed <laughs> live together to get off of drugs, which is all. I think that there were multiple people who were living within Bowie's house. What was the movie right? they watched? Jared, I don't remember <laughs> what movie they watched. Oh my! I've been trying to figure it out. They've had I a... know I saw that they watched a movie together, and I just can't remember. It, it's it's in the it's in the tip of my brain. Bowie's had house a, sounds like a movie. They watched Labyrinth together. Ooh. Ooh, did they? And Iggy's like, pretty good, David. I think you do you're a little bit too much bulge. Yeah. I think that you <laughs> tone down the, the bulge. Ball. Iggy Pop is probably the most British non-British person in rock. I could see. Yeah, that, that might that could work. Can a non? He's the most British non-British, but he, and he's from Detroit. Yeah. What a way he. It's said uh, that they've been friends since Raw Power, even. Around the time of Raw Power is when they established a friendship, Bowie and Iggy. They, I mean, they seem like people who would be together in terms of friendship. Didn't didn't uh, Pop also help produce Low? No, he may have. I don't know. I think he did. I think that he also was associated with the album Low. I don't think he sang on it. He might have sang on it. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think he was involved in the process of Low. Low being one of my favorite Bowie albums, so... 
that's also very cool. Quite. He, during his performances, would also, he, uh, how should I say this? He G.G. Allen the shit out of yes, it. Yes, he did. Oh, no. <laughs> He's the first one to do a, to be prominently known to do a stage dive. That's correct. But I've also seen footage of him in the crowd, like standing in the crowd, you know, like one one leg up like he's in a pose like this uh, and rubbing peanut butter all over himself. He would mm. also roll in glass. Yeah. Mm. A lot of self-mutilation in his performances. And I believe he's With the performed Stooges. naked a few oh, times. Oh, yes. I think, yeah. Yes. So they it doesn't really it. fit his solo career, but as a person, yeah. he has done this. No, things. it does fit his solo career. He did it as well in, in his solo career, though, not just with the Stooges. I couldn't see a pop star rolling in glass. He wasn't a pop star. He was a punk star. I mean, he just... I mean, yeah. He's not a pop star. That's no, a pretty he's bad. not. So uh, here's the thing. This is a little bit Stooge-related, but it's great. Mm-hmm. So their guitarist, Ron Ashton, uh, called Mo Howard to see if they would be able to use the name The Stooges. And he said, I don't care what they call themselves as long as they're not The Three Stooges, and hung up the phone. Now, you'll know Mo Howard for being one of The Three Stooges. So he called Mo from The Three (laughs) Stooges and asked if they could be The Stooges. I was going to make a joke about that. I didn't know it was real. It's real. He called up. That's so funny. Direct verification. For the purpose of being able to use the word stooge. What did Curly think? I don't know. No word. Only <laughs> Mo, Mo's the, in charge, so. That's hey, true. Hey, guys, I have breaking news. Starsky and Hutch. They watch Starsky and Hutch? Every Thursday night. Mm. They were Every Thursday night. Anybody who was, I saw here, something about that. Here's, that was here's, a television program. That's true. It wasn't a movie. I, I remembered it was, it was on a television that they watched. That's oh. all that I knew. But this is a quote. Living in Berlin apartment with Bowie and his friends was interesting. The big event of the week was Thursday night. Anyone who was still alive and able to crawl to the sofa would watch Starsky and Hutch. Oh, that's, oh that's beautiful. That's sad. That's how you get clean right there. You oh, watch some Starsky and Hutch. Afraid that the police will come in. Exactly. Well, they did get arrested for marijuana possession, both Bowie and Pop, simultaneously. Mm-hmm. They popped them. Iggy Pop, uh, his biggest influence in music uh, in his beginnings was uh, Jim Morrison from The Doors. He saw Jim Morrison mm-hmm. perform live twice, once when he was in high school, and then later... Um, and he said the first time he saw him, they didn't, he said they hadn't gotten their shit together yet. So yeah. he just really didn't know what he was doing. But then the, to be able, I guess he was like cursing at the crowd and saying like, you know, saying all these mean things to the crowd and mm-hmm. he couldn't believe that a rock star would be able to do that. Right. And so it kind of influenced him to do the exact same thing. <laughs> right. Nice. I can do that. All right, let's go. So I knew I had also read Starsky and Hutch somewhere. Yeah. And it t- where I had read it was, because for Lust for Life, they based that beat initially off of uh, the rhythm, off of an armed forces call signal, forces, armed forces network call signal. Mm-hmm. So, of course, a network that plays worldwide for the people in the armed forces. And they had caught that call signal while waiting for Starsky and Hutch to start. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, that's great. So there's two things we should really talk about with Pop before we transition into Poppy. One, we should probably talk about the music a little bit. And two... We'll be talking about the music. We should talk about his filmography. Because he's got some interesting things that he was in, in terms of acting. So which one do you want to start with? Let's do acting and then talk about the music. Okay, that's a good idea. I think that, because we're in the silly sillies right now. We might as well stay in the silly sillies. Dax, go ahead and say what would probably be your favorite. So he's in Rugrats. 
The Rugrats movie. Yes. Oh man, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been in a lot. What of was things. he in the Rugrats? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Hold on, I gotta look at the look at the dang thing. It appears to be a my. Oh, he's a baby singer alongside Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Please find that clip. You got it. <laughs> Newborn man. Baby. There's a lot of people. Be real, Gordon Gano, Lisa Loeb, Patty Smith, oh. Jacob Dylan. He was Beck. Beck. Beck was there too. In the Rugrats movie. Also the B-52s. All of them. Wow. You guys, helping people in my mama like. Oh, this is bringing back memories. This is the world. I miss my old womb. This wallpaper here just ain't the same. This world is something strange. I'm, Yo, I'm cold. I need a change. This, this world, world is something new to me. Oh my head. What is this? I can't take it. Me either. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm irritated. I love the extra leg room. Man, they cut my core. Oh, consider yourself lucky. This world is way too big and populated by fuzzy pigs. This world is something new to me. This world is such a gas. Can we keep watching this? Did you hear him in there? I, I don't know if I did. There's a lot going on there. Consider yourself lucky. Go back to where they say, I cut my cord. They cut my cord. I'm irritated. I love the extra leg room. Next one. Consider yourself lucky. That was definitely that was him. him. Yeah, that was definitely him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved that. I loved every second of that. It looks like here's the big one. Here's the big one. All right, a portion of the music video of Iggy Pop's "Butt Town." That's the name of the movie. This song, "Butt Town." "Butt Town" was prominently featured on an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, mm. "Butt Town." <laughs> "Butt Town." Mike Judge is a pop fan. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, he's a he's a fan of Butt Town. I think <laughs> he likes yeah. Butt Town. He was also uh, briefly in a French film, and he voiced the caterpillar uh, from Wonderland, mm. and was also a zombie in a zombie film called The Dead Don't Die. Well, that was a recent movie, wasn't it? Two thousand nineteen. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I didn't see it. He was in Tales from the Crypt, Adventures Ooh. of Pete and Pete, Star yeah. Trek. Been in a lot. He's been in a lot of things. He did yep. the, he, the theme song for Space Goofs, a cartoon that Tyler liked growing up. I like that cartoon. He's also collaborated with with old Johnny Depp. That's what I was going to say. I'm Dead Man. I just watched Tusk again oh, last yeah. night, and I like as I was watching with someone, I was like, "Someone is in this movie. Just be prepared to be surprised by who it is." And they were like, "Is that Johnny Depp?" Mm. He almost had a biopic. He did. Oh, yeah, that was biopic. Yeah, but yeah, biopic, whatever. Sounds more medical when you say it that way. Go home. Oh, really? No. <laughs> oh man, it's called The Passenger. Uh, set to be directed by Nick Gomez and uh, Elijah Wood. Almost played Mr. Pop. No way. That would have been pretty cool. That would have been cool. He was set. Never, never happened. Lame. Uh, Pop refused to take part. No, that's sad. It is. Shia LaBeouf would be a good Iggy Pop. Yes, he would. <laughs> Another uh, movie that he he wasn't in himself, but he had a song in songs maybe is the movie Train Spotting, which mm. got him more attention after being in that film. Right. And people are like, oh, you know, it's kind of you know basically the 
hallelujah to his career. It honestly it makes sense that those songs that he has would be featured in Train Spotting, given his history with drug use. Ah. He also wrote a song for Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Why Was I Born? Freddy's Dead is the name of the song. And it was nominated for a Razzie. Oh. Which is the anti-Oscars. Yeah. The worst. Bad news. So another thing that I found that I was probably the most interesting thing about this whole Iggy Pop thing that I've found. Mm -hmm. He performed in 2008 at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in place of Madonna. That's a good story. Go on. Well, thank you for interrupting it by telling me it was good. (laughs) Why are you showing that to me? Stop that. (laughs) I'm sure I'm showing Jared a picture of Iggy Pop holding his boob. <laughs> Don't distract the story with the boob hold. <laughs> Continue. All right. So he performed in 2008. The Stooges were inducted in 2010. And at that point in 2008, they had uh, been on the ballot six different times and were not inducted. But Madonna was inducted before. So she, in protest of her going in before the Stooges... She had Iggy Pop and the Stooges perform in her place. And they performed the song Burning Up and Ray of Light, two Madonna songs. And it is great. I couldn't even imagine that Madonna would be that much of a fan of the Stooges that she would be that upset that they hadn't been inducted. That's crazy. To that me. shows that, that she's not, you know, like that she has more credibility and... Uh, you should give her more respect. Yeah, she's not that's just what. a material girl. Is that her? I hope that's, that's her. her. Yeah, okay, that's her. <laughs> There's a clip on YouTube of uh, them performing it if you'd like to. It's in the thing. One, two, three, four. This would be a good time to ask, what's with Iggy Pop and performing shirtless? It's his thing, though. It's more freeing. You think so? You gotta let the sound out. I've, I've seen him do interviews shirtless. That's how he shows up. You know, if that's if that's how you're gonna live your life, you might as well live it you on stage. You could go all out. Might as well live it, yeah, just live it all the way through. All out. He has a rare, rare uh, cotton allergy. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, <Lord>. that's it. <laughs> you know, there's polyester, mm. Iggy. Yeah. His you know. pants are linen. Uh he also, in an interview, by the way, he said, <laughs> he mentioned, uh, you know, someone had asked him about, you know, uh, getting paid a lot to perform and all of these things. And he responded to them uh, talking about, you know, it's about the experience, about people showing him love and about, you know, it's not necessarily about how much money you make, especially at this. This was, you know, a couple of years ago, actually, at this point in his career. And he quote, here's a quote of it, uh, from that interview where he claims, if they're willing to show me love in Fort Wayne, I'd go for free. So from that point on, when that quote was like let out, Fort Wayne's like, all right, get on over here then. And they have a festival called Middle Ways Festival that was happening later that year. 
And up until that festival, they sent Iggy Pop love letters. And like, we love you, Iggy. Come to Fort Wayne. And I, I saw a picture of a billboard. I don't know if it was real. Uh-huh. Of Iggy like laying on his side with his pants and no shirt on this billboard in Fort Wayne. Did he go to the thing? No. Oh, man. I know, it's man. lame. But they have this whole, camp- this whole campaign for it. The other thing that I found that's a pretty prominent thing within uh, Iggy Pop's solo career is his appearance on a show called Countdown in Australia. Mm-hmm. So he per- went and did an interview. It was 1979. He went and did an interview there and then also performed the song I'm Bored. So during the interview, he basically just acted like a damn fool. And he was like, he just kept saying, good day, good day. <laughs> so, and the, even the interviewer guy was like, are you going to let me ask you any questions? And he was like, go ahead. He's like, okay, how about this? And then he just was like, just very bizarre throughout the entire day. Then he performed the song, I'm Bored, which he did only lip syncing. Because they, I guess they had him. I mean, I'm sure he would have done it not lip syncing, but that's just probably the format of the show. Mm-hmm. So he literally just lip synced, and you could tell he had plenty of times where he just did not use the microphone. He was dancing around. He kicked at a few teenage girls. He also put the microphone in his pants. Yeah, during the performance. It was quite a thing. It is. It's it, and it. I guess gained him quite a bit of uh, popularity in Australia after that. Like he didn't have that. You know, they didn't really know who he was. That's not really the thing that you would think. No, would get. It would be like let's not have this guy back here. But it did enough to make them interested in him. So. Right. It was very. The interview is on YouTube. If anybody wants to go find it. Yes, all it, videos located on YouTube. I feel as though Jared all did videos a, a, are not on YouTube. Jared did a bang up. Jared did a bang up job of painting a picture of what happened, though. Yeah, you did good. Thank you. It's quite descriptive. Indeed. Link in the description. Yeah. No description. Description in the link. Description in the description. Because I'm just gonna take all of what Jared said and put it down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they like got, an, they, like a microphone in your pants. Like a microphone in your pants. That's nice. That's warm. Uh, did you guys know that the uh, the popular Super Smash Brothers character Iggy Koopa is named after him? I did not. Huh. Iggy Koopa is named That's after. Pretty cool. I don't even know what he looks like. So did apparently, you say, oh yeah, yeah, the Koopa. The yeah, Koopa actually, is named after right. Iggy Pop. Who, who are even, the other ones? Even was designed to resemble him. Who are the other ones named after? I have no idea. There, there are more. They're all named after rock stars, I believe. That's pretty cool. So this year, just this year, back in uh, January, Mr. Iggy Pop had a song where he's featured with Cage the Elephant called Broken Boy. So even in 2020, Iggy Pop is still doing stuff. He put an album out last year. He had an album come out last year. And then in 2016, he had an album come out as well, which was... Can I answer this? Hello? Good talking to you. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. What were you saying? Anyway. Yeah. So he's released new. He's been releasing new music for. I mean, he's. I mean, he never really stopped. He had one come out last year, 2019, and in 2016 he had Post Pop Depression come out, which I uh, think I like that album. I bought it. I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about it is, and I don't know if he's done this historically throughout the course of his solo work. 
But for that specific project for post-pop depression, he assembled a band and handpicked kind of people to be in that band to perform for this album. They toured that album as that band and everything. And the members were, uh, of course, Iggy. Yep. Joshua Holm from uh, Queens. Queens and mm-hmm. various other things, mostly Queens, Eagles of Death Metal. Yep. Then also, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, Dan Fertitta, who is the bassist from Queens. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Helders, the drummer from Arctic Monkeys. Nice. So they all got together and did a lot of work on that album. I watched an interview with, it must have been Josh and Iggy, where mm-hmm. they talked about getting those people together. And I think, and Josh produced that album as well. So I think he came to him and he's like, I want to get this band together. And Josh really is a person who went out and kind of like, here's the people we should get. Yeah. So, but that was a really cool project, getting those people in there. I think so. Thoughts? Why did, why did I think Slash was in that? Wait, that's dumb. I thought he was. I don't know why. Does I that bet sound Iggy like Pop Iggy was probably on, was he was Iggy Pop on Slash's solo thing? I he bet he may was. Have been. I bet he was. I thought he was on post pop though. Hmm. It appears as if he was not. He was not. Um the only other uh boop 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 is a sample by uh MC Lars and uh, a special friend of of MC Lars, who is the lead singer of Bowling for Soup. Jarrett is his name. Jarrett. Jarrett Reddick. That's his name, oh. C-I-N-G-O. It's called Download This Song. Not to be confused with Don't Download This Song. song came out in 2006 same year as the teddy bear song mm-hmm. and it really was talking about stuff that's going on right now it's pretty that's cool true. pretty mm-hmm. cool way ahead of its time mc lars ahead of his time it's like it's like the simpsons predicting things right there and mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like mc lars and bowling for soup somehow new i'm gonna dive into his music and see if there are any other predictions sounds good i'd like to hear about those he did something with uh, Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sure that has something important. It's gotta. There's no way around it. About. I thought we were doing poppy, not baby metal. Hey, oh, yeah, hey, 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 hey! Here's the real question: Does baby metal have a church? Poppy does. Poppy sure does. Did anybody try and join the poppy church? No, not this week. I did last week. I didn't get in. Got some bad news, friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, the poppy church has been taken down. No, yes, you can no longer. Let me let me read to you a short excerpt from the poppy church. 
if you try to join them at this point in time. And I quote, After almost two years, over 60,000 members and a million of messages shared and prayers prayed, Poppy Church has come to a close. Although the church is offline, the church team is allowing users to ascend one final time and export data related to their journey. So on and so forth. When when, when did that happen? Um, I'm not sure exactly when the church was taken down. I can tell you that the Wikipedia page is not updated and still mentions that you can join the church, and therefore it must have happened oh. semi-recently. It depends on when the church was started for Poppy, because if it clo- after two years... What is the church? What is it? So the idea was it's like a social media service where you can you had to give your information to Poppy, the church... And then you would have an avatar, and you could go through these rooms and talk to people about Poppy and the church. I think I had an joined. account. Did you? I think I did. Can you get your data? Can you please get your Poppy data? I'm working on it. Please do. I was going to try and get into the Poppy church before the episode started and was very disappointed to find that I could no longer join the Poppy church. It says it can't be found. Maybe I didn't. I Darn. know I went to the site when it was active. Like, Did you? At least a year ago, maybe more. Wow. Huh. So yeah, looks like perfect fodder for old people thinking it's a cult. I would say you're probably right. About freaking that. out. I'm already on Reddit right now, looking at it, and someone's like, "Careful entering your information. Their website is not secure." So there is a creepy mm. thing about her. Uh, my friend Dan went to a Poppy concert. Yeah. Uh, they said that like a modern Poppy concert, like recent or like maybe a couple years ago. A, at least a year, okay. I would say. Okay. Where um, was it? Indie. Because these people on Reddit just were saying how people in Indy were handing out cards for Poppy Church. Yes. Nice. Uh, Dan said that someone from the audience, uh, a a girl of some sort, uh, handed her driver's license up to Poppy. Poppy handed it to Titanic Sinclair. And then he just left with it. What? He just left with it. Titanic Sinclair is a weird, weird... Why don't you talk about about this feller? Please talk about Titanic Sinclair. So he is kind of the person who made Poppy. Right. He's a director of some sort. He uh, Actually, he dated a girl named Mars Argo, and there's stuff there too, but she did a similar kind of vibe as Poppy. Yeah. They broke up, and then he started working on Poppy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's no longer in the picture. Apparently, he was a super, super shitbag. What do you got there? I'm on a website, change.org. There's currently a petition to keep Poppy Church online and open. Oh. They only want to get to 100. They got 46. It's a straight-up cult. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. Listeners, if you'd like to join the Poppy Church, this is your opportunity to get out there and let them know that you want it still active. We Link only in the need, description. We only need how many people? We only need 54 more signatures. 54 signatures, folks. Really? This is how, once we si- once wait, us four sign, you, we only need 50. When was this That's made? Can, does it say when this was made? Let's see. I bet you there's a date somewhere on it. Four months ago, people have commented. Okay. That's about when Poppy and Titanic broke up, I think. Mm, that sounds fairly right yeah so i imagine there's some sort of correlation maybe he owns it maybe he does maybe he's the one who took it down could be could be there's something there so to get into poppy a little more because you mentioned her aesthetic she is a robot clone. entertainer yeah in many respects she has a youtube channel and that's kind of where most of what she was doing started that's what i knew her from yeah but a lot of her videos are very um Weird. Some would like to call them satirical, but I think that they're a little more on the nose. 
They got yeah. darker over time, which makes sense because her music got darker over time. But early on, it was just her doing some some cutesy, kawaii bullshit. Really, yeah. when it comes down Basically, to it, yes. there's a whole like a minute and a half video of her just eating cotton candy. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, the first one I saw was I'm Poppy. Yep. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. It's horrible. I just watched one today called O, and it's her trying to introduce herself, but for like two minutes, and every time she tries to introduce herself, she's like, uh, she's like, I'm Poppy. Mm. Po- That's the whole video. Oh, for like two minutes. Terrible. It's crazy how, how how she gets away with the things she does on her YouTube channel. It was so strange. That's what it made people want to share it. Right. It is very strange. And then she, there's like a whole canon behind her, hmm. which is very, very strange to me on her YouTube channel. So there are characters within the series. I saw one where she was interviewing a plant, plant being voiced by Sinclair himself. There is also a character, let's see, a mannequin by the name of Charlotte, who I believe has a drug issue. Hmm. And then they introduce a plastic model skeleton who's revealed to be Charlotte's drug dealer. So there's a whole like storyline behind these weird YouTube videos that just <laughs> who thought through all of this Titanic. for something like this? Yeah, probably Titanic. Probably, probably Titanic. His name is that? It can't be his real name. No, well, of course it's not. What's his real name? Can you find out? I sure can. That's it. <laughs> Corey Michael Mixter. That's... Corey Mixter could have worked as a name, honestly. Michael Mixter. That's alliterative. Yeah, like he could have done true. Michael Mixter. Man, what was he doing? This Mike Mixter. Titanic Sinclair business. He's also from Michigan. Hey. Is he? Oh, wow. I Look wonder, at that. wonder if he was influenced by Iggy Pop. He's <laughs> like, I know I really like Iggy Pop. I've got to make me a poppy. I hate all of this. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> I don't know how... I don't even know what to say about it. He, Do you he... know how... Sorry. He di- he directed the music video for the band Stepdad song "My Leather, My Fur, My Nails." Huh. Huh. So, what do you think about what Poppy did musically? So, she started out as really just bubblegum pop when it came down to it. Very influenced by like a J-pop sound, I would say. Even perhaps a K-pop, but really more of a J-pop sound. Dax, wouldn't you agree? Probably. And so she has this big, like, elaborate, colorful, cute side. And then when you get to the music that's on, like, I Am Pop, or Am I a Girl, mm-hmm. really is where it starts to shift into a little bit more of a metal sound. And then when you have her whole new album, I Disagree, it's just a weird, like you said, it's kind of like a baby metal in a lot of ways. It's got this kind of, like, Almost like if you listen to the opening track, I should really play the opening track. I'll play concrete because I think that gives a good idea if you get to the chorus. The mixture between her still doing something pop related, pop adjacent, but still doing metal music. Yeah. 
going to need you to play Give Me Chocolate after that. Because that yeah. is a straight ripoff. Is it? Yeah. Like she's talking about some sort of sweet. What, what was that? Chewy, chewy, yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah, that's a straight ripoff of Give Me Chocolate. Bye. Baby Metal. Mmm. An interesting thing about that album, I'll go ahead and say it while you're looking. That album, I Disagree by Poppy, was put out on Sumerian Records, which is a an independent record label, but it is a uh, progressive metal. Uh, notably, they use uh, a lot of a lot of the bands are gent subgenre of metal, and they have people that are relatively reputable on the roster. You got uh, Blackfield Brides on there, uh, I See Stars, pretty decent. And uh, Veil of Maya, pretty metal. I like Veil of Maya. So, like, if they're, I mean, I don't know if they care whether she cares about metal or not. Right. But it is a, it's not like a person that wanted to make um, baby metal-esque music Mm -hmm. that did it on a major label. Like, they're doing it through at least a metal label. Right. So you have that as backing and, you know, both. They would know what they're doing. Yeah, they're doing, they know what they're doing and they're legitimizing that style that she has decided that she wants to do. Right. Here's Gimme Chocolate by Baby Metal. That's pretty hot. Those three girls are cool. Yeah. I like that they're doing the back and forth. It's trippy. It is. It's trippy. That was a straight rip off though, that poppy thing. I yeah. mean, yeah, I could I could definitely see similarities between it, that's for sure. I don't know, like a lot of people have actually I I would say a lot of people actually enjoyed it. And I find that I don't find that surprising. I could see people latching on to something like that, and I didn't hate the album i really didn't when the metal part's pretty good yeah the metal part is put together well and it is something different i'll give it that it is it is a very different form of metal not something you would it's certainly a shift for poppy to be doing Mm -hmm. legitimate metal too and it's being accepted fairly universally jared we may have seen something about poppy recently what did we see? That she performed on a WWE show. Oh yeah, go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, so she performed her uh, like two songs at the beginning of an NXT event, and they like I mean, they recently had Code Orange do the same thing. So to put a Poppy on the same stage as a Code Orange for a wrestling event, it, I, it says something. I think. I think. I don't know. It does. She's she's like becoming a legit artist. She I mean she has been, but like she's taking it to a new level. Yeah. She's becoming from like a just just a gimmick to like something more maybe. Right. She also I uh, don't know, what if it's all for not? Maybe. What if they want to make you think that way? The whole thing is a thing. Yeah. Mhm. See? So you you make it legitimate so people believe it. And then at the end 
Nothing. She takes off the mask and she's Titanic the whole uh, time. She takes off the again. mask and there's nothing behind her face. It's Iggy. She it's Tate Winslet. She takes off a mask and behind it is the plant that she was interviewing in her YouTube series. And then he takes off that mask and it's the skeleton. And then he takes off his head. Because <laughs> really, he doesn't have a mask. I really want to make a comedy bang bang reference right now. Jared, I don't know if you'll remember this. He'll take off the mask and then it'll be a creaky door. Do you remember uh, that? I remember the creaky door. <laughs> Is that the box? Yeah, it's the box. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get it. By Roddy Rich. Um, she severed her ties with uh, uh, Titanic. Titanic Sinclair, is that mm-hmm. his name is? She claimed that he glamorized suicide and used it as a way to manipulate her. And uh, she uh, said he lives in an illusion that he is a gift to this earth and that she was trapped in a mess that she needed to dig herself out of. Which this happened in December of 2019, so it happened after the release of that album. So I guess we'll see how it much... It happened like two months ago. And we'll have to see, uh, yes, what influence... Well, no, did the album come out in 2020? It came out this year in January. Yeah, this yes. year. Oh. Well, it probably, January. I mean, it had already The recording been, and mixing and everything would have yeah, happened. it was already yeah, it was recorded So we'll see sometime. what the next thing is to right. see how much in, what influence that was. It could be more metal. It could be back to pop. Could be anything. It would be interesting it, it, to see like the legal situation too, because I imagine he probably owns part of the poppy. poppy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is interesting. I agree that you don't really know if it was her wanting to do metal or if it was a creation of Sinclair who wanted her to do metal and transition in that direction, or if it was a collaboration between the two. And it's hard to say. Will she want to continue that route? Will she go a different route? Or will she just kind of evaporate? I don't see her just falling apart at that point. If it was the case she didn't want to be doing metal and she had already severed ties with him, I wouldn't imagine she'd be wanting to perform it the way she is. So I feel like it was definitely born out of her interest in metal. Probably, but then again, she she's signed to a label, I imagine. I don't know what label that is, but right, uh, they usually have obligations they have to do but do you think one of those obligations is playing for a wwe event yeah for real that wouldn't be you think that would be in a labels like agreement if they ask her to the song was so it's not even about the playing so the song was selected as the theme song for the nxt event so then they reach out to the representatives of either or of poppy whether that's the label her management whatever well it depends on who has who owns the song sure well, it does. Yes. Whoever, whoever has song. whoever has the rights is who's going to say yes. You can use this. Not it doesn't matter for representative of artist. Depends on their contract with the the distributor and the label. Would you say that Sumerian is a big label? No, I didn't think so. I would. She's also signed to Island. Well, I don't know if she's currently signed. It's or but formally. she's she is uh, the labels that it says are Island Geffen. I'm Poppy, Mad Decent, and Sumerian. Those are the all of the labels that she's either worked with or been on. That's that's what it appears like. Mad Decent is uh, run by Diplo, uh, so I assume she just did a song with Diplo, and then that is why it shows up. But that makes sense. Her album "I Am a Girl" was on I'm Poppy and Mad Decent, so that was mm-hmm. through Diplo, and then Poppy Computer was on the same thing. So I'm not sure what she puts out that's through the newest Island one was Sumerian. Yes, but it says Island and Geffen. But then maybe they're like subsidiaries of those record labels because those are right. bigger labels. Maybe it's like un- under. It doesn't really matter. Right. So to answer the question from before, the, the the rights owners of the song would have to 
say, okay, yes, you can use this. And then they would talk to the artist. And right. so it's not always, I mean, she could say no, but you know, w- the audience that you have and the pay that you're going to get from doing this live performance is probably worth doing. Right. So I would say so. Yeah. Not agreed. I'm poppy. I'm no, poppy. you're not. That's the label. Are we gonna we we, we got to play like one of her weird YouTube things, please. We got to give like a little sample of that. Yeah, let's do that. Not on Poppy, because everyone knows what that one is. Oh, everyone knows. Well, we've done it on Poppy. Yeah, that's true. I'm I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm Poppy. I hate that video. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. Stop that. Do you ever wish you could just restart? Everything's gonna be okay. Don't worry about it. You're gonna be fine. I think everything's gonna be okay. What would it be like if you could just restart? You need to stop worrying so much. What if you could reboot yourself? Almost like a computer. I wonder what it's like to reboot. Everything's gonna be a-okay. Is it okay to think things like this? This planet makes sense to me. Everything's perfect. Am I gonna be okay? The internet makes sense to me. Everything in your life is perfect. What do you have to worry about? It's okay. I think everything's gonna be fine. I believe that everything's okay. And if you think to yourself while listening to that clip, boy howdy, that sure doesn't sound like anything that anybody would pay attention to. 10 million views. It reminds me of like a a cute version of Salad Fingers. I could see that. I could definitely see that actually. I also find the way that they do the mixing on her voice almost as if she is doing an ASMR video. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, kind of. It's you, pretty nice. You hear like the sounds as she's like speaking. Uh, that doesn't give you the opportunity to continue to do them. I'm making <laughs> what a else point. would I do? What else would I be <laughs> able to? I guess. I guess. Point being is it's that it's very it's very oddly done. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird what they've done. They've got it all weird. Quite the quite the creation, honestly. I'm intrigued to see where Poppy goes forward. I will say that. Fair. I will say that. Could be bad. All right. I think it's time to sound off. Iggy yeah. Pop. Also Iggy. Yeah, I mean it's Iggy Pop. It's for right now. It's Iggy Pop. For right now, it's Iggy Pop. I would find that I would. I would. I don't. Again, I, I don't necessarily like love the music that Ig- or that poppy is doing at this current moment but i would find that i would probably listen to poppy's music more often than sit down and listen to iggy pop solo work i will put it that way i don't That's know fair. i don't sit around and listen to iggy pop's solo work i i well, own you, you multiple only, iggy so, pop albums so I, you only listen to the poppy thing because it just came out this year right so you like yeah that's what i'm saying like it i don't like it's just fresher i know that iggy pop is the better artist i know that iggy pop is a better artist but I know that I would more recently listen to that music, but I don't let that shake me. But in time, if I continue to listen to Poppy's music, she could theoretically overtake that spot in my mind, I guess. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with her. Hey, and according to Patreon, unanimous yep. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop is the yeah. winner. And listener, you too can have a vote in Good Band, Bad Band if you go to patreon.com slash record roundtable. Beautiful. 
Wild one. Wild one. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Check out that Patreon account. Vote for who you think is the good band. And come back next week for Me Without You too. Goodbye. It wasn't faded out yet. Wild one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a wild one. Give me chocolate. No. Yes, we're live.